Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sirah, and much more. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Alhamdulillah, nahmadahu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'ghfiruhu wa na'minu bihi wa natawakkalu alayhi wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyi'ati a'malina. Man yahdiyallahu fala mudilla lahu wa man yudlilhu fala hadiya lahu. Wa nashhadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lahu wa nashhadu anna Muhammadan 'abduhu wa rasuluhu. Arsalahu bashiran wa nadhira bayna yaday sa'a. من يطيع الله ورسوله فقد رشد واهتدى ومن يعصيهما فإنه قد غوى وإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا إن خير الحديث كتاب الله وخير الحدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وإن خير الأمور عوازمها وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدع وكل دلالة في النار أما بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه الكريم يا أيها الذين آمنوا تقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون وقال سبحانه وتعالى في مكان ثاني يا أيها الذين آمنوا تقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطيع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما صدق الله العظيم. In today's khutbah, inshallah, I will talk about the subject of going back to school. The year of school is about to start, and uh, like to discuss in reference to what is happening around us. Most of us who are sitting here is aware of what happened to a young teenager in Oakland who have done whatever he did, Allah knows the best, but he was apprehended already, a Muslim youth. And then he was punched by, beaten up by the cops. The kid who was already has been arrested, and on the ground, and he was beaten up. Then uh, this morning, I opened up the news and see another news. A teenager, 15 year old, he killed his siblings, three siblings, and then he killed himself. And this is not something, just one off thing that we are hearing. Unfortunately, on top of it, we hear about shootings are happening in schools, colleges. Elementary school, high schools, middle school, and on and on. And those numbers are continuously rising. To a point, the number of shootings that are happening <coughs> in the schools averages more than one a week in the United States. And that's across the whole United States. It's not just one off place that these things are happening, one small area. Rather, you see it spread out if you go open up. Nowadays we are living in the time of digital times where you can just Google up 
and you will find the maps where these things have happened and how many been killed and when we say mass shooting there has to be certain number of people to be hurt and killed then it's considered as a mass shooting in schools and colleges and when we are about to send our kids back to the schools with all those fears we already have in our minds what they're going to learn are they going to learn something that will throw them out of Islam will be learning about atheism agnosticism leaving Islam and this is one of the realities that we are living in if we do not see this reality we are living in some different land so all these things and on top of it then you see even their lives are in danger as well when they're going back to school and many of us make du'as for our kids Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa dhuriyatina qurratan ayunin waj'alna lilmuttaqina imama we make du'as for our children we want them to be safe we want them to be protected the things that which are beyond our control whether they are in our control or beyond we ask Allah Azza wa to protect them all and not only our children but all the children of the Muslimin and even all they're all the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for protect their protection and uh, when we are doing so there is one thing I like to remind us first that we make du'as and we should be making du'a. The du'a is an essential part of the ibadah. As one of the hadith of Rasulullah referred as, it's the mukh of the ibadah. It's the brain, the crux of it. Yes, we have to make du'a to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is a way we return back and ask to the one who is the worthy to be asked. But let's remember about the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in this context. It's reported by Abu Huraira radiyallahu an. says, قَالَ قَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ sallallahu alayhi wa sallam إِنَّ اللَّهَ طَيِّبٌ لَا يَقْبَلُ إِلَّا طَيِّبًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pure. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is طَيِّبٌ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is good. He only accepts goodness. وَإِنَّ اللَّهَ أَمَلَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ بِمَا أَمَلَ بِهِ الْمُرْسَلِينَ فَقَالَ تَعَالَى يَا أَيُّهَا الرَّسُولُ and Rasulullah commanded us, well Allah subhanahu wa told us, to eat from the tayyibat, do the righteous deeds. وَقَالَ تَعَالَىٰ يَا يُوَلَّذِينَ آمُنُوا كُلُوا مِن تَيِّبَاتِ مَا لَذَقْنَاكُمْ Eat from the tayyibat, from the good things. And then, ثُمَّ ذَكَرَ الرَّجُلَ يُطِيلُ صَفَرَ أَشْعَثَ أَخَبَرَ يَمُدَّ يَدَيْهِ إِلَى السَّمَاءِ Rasulullah is giving us a story of a person who was traveling long distance. And his, uh, his, his, his hair had all the dirt in it, showing the long distance that he covered. And then he raised his hand towards the heavens. And he said, Ya Rabbi, Ya Rabbi. He's making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Oh my Rabb, oh my Rabb. وَمَا تَعْمَهُ حَرَامٌ And he eats, what he eats is haram. وَمَا شَرَبَهُ حَرَامٌ What he drinks is haram. وَمَا الْبَسُهُ حَرَامٌ وَغُذِيَا بِالْحَرَامٌ what he is nourishing his body is with haram. What he is eating is haram. What he is wearing is haram. All those things he's doing is from the haram. How Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to reply to the dua of a person. And when the dua of a person is mentioned here, is a mention a person who is a musafir. One of the people whose dua Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts is a musafir. Even for that, 
How his dua can be returned when all these things he's doing is from the haram? So yes, we like to make the dua for our children when we are sending back to school. With all the challenges they will be facing. Whether they are physical challenges, whether they are psychological or mental challenges that they will be facing. Or they are facing. Nowadays you don't even have to send your kids to the school to, to face those challenges. The phone in their hands or the laptop or the, uh, or the iPad or, or, or the te television or whatsoever is there. That's enough for the challenges. All different sorts of ideas have already been conveyed to them by a click. So now all these challenges, yes we go back and make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. At the same time, we should remember that dua can be responded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when we fulfill all the essentials of the dua as well. Like another hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, وَالَّذِي نَفْسِي بِيَدِهِ لَتَامُرُنَّ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ وَلَتَنْهَوُنَّ عَنِ الْمُنْكَرِ Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is saying, by the one whose hand is, in my, is my soul, that one should do the enjoying the good and forbid the evil. أَوْلَ يُوشِكَنَّ اللَّهُ وَيَبْعَثَ عَلَيْكُمْ إِقَابًا مِنْ Or Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will descend, descend His punishment to Him. ثُمَّ تَدْعُونَهُ فَلَا يُسْتَجَابُ لَكُمْ And then He will raise the hands of the dua that Allah will not respond to it. So that's part of it for us to enjoin the good and forbid the evil. And that is an obligation on us that we enjoin the good and forbid the evil. So when we hear the news of a teenager being beaten up, or when we hear a teenager taking out his family or his siblings, think of ourselves, yes, we are not the one who committed that sin, but do we have anything on any burden on our shoulders now? Because we are the one who are the carriers of the haqq. We are the one who say we have the message from the creator of the heavens and the earth. We are the one who are supposed to be the one who provide the justice not only to the believers but to the non-believers and the whole mankind. So we are those people, we are the part of that nation whose job is that. Allah has appointed us those people who are supposed to provide justice to the mankind. وَكَذَلِكَ جَعَلَّكُمْ أُمَّةً وَسَتَ لِتَكُونَ شُحَدَاءَ عَلَى النَّاسِ Allah has made, Allah made us the best ummah, the just ummah, the ummah that provide the justice to the mankind. And yes, we are the witness, we are witness over the mankind. When we say we are witness over mankind, it means that providing the justice is our job. We are accountable for something here. There's an accountability set here. Like Rasulullah was witness over us. And we know without any doubt that Muhammad conveyed his message in the best possible manner. Now the burden is on our shoulder to convey this message to the rest of the mankind. So on the day of judgment, they cannot grab us and say, you did not give us the message, you kept it to yourself. You hid it on the, within your heart. 
wherever you had it. So now, thinking of that way, now we are going back, sending back to our, our kids to school, whether they are our own kids, or they are grandkids, or whatsoever, there are challenges that they are facing. And I have talked about this in the past, the kind of challenges they have, whether it is about the shooting, whether it is about the use of alcohol that happens with, uh, within the, the, the kids who are going to high school or middle school, or the use of the drug, or the use of any kind of a things which are out there, which are against what Allah Azza wa wants. Or the doubts that have been inserted into the minds of, of the youngsters about the creation of Allah, the creation of the, the heavens and the earth by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The whole system is up against the youth especially to divert, to divert them from the path of Allah Azza wa Jal. The whole system is geared towards calling the people towards atheism, calling the people towards secularism. And we tend to not see it, unfortunately. Because sometimes their labels have been made to beautify them, to make them look right. If you are become agnostic, you are a thinker. If you are, a, if you are atheist, you are an intellectual. If you are a Muslim, you don't know how to use your mind. You become fundamentalist. You become terrorist. You become extremist. All those labels have been created. Or you are conservative. And the ones who deny the existence of Allah Azza wa Jal, they are the liberals, become the liberals. All these isms, all these labels have been placed in a way that you cannot even see the haqq in between. So we really have to be careful about when we start using these labels. Sometimes even somebody get on the member and talk about that Islam is a way of life. Islam to be implemented. Then the people say, why brother you're talking about politics in Islam? Or you are the one who talk about political Islam. Let me hear the non-political Islam. As the Islams are many different kinds of Islam. As there's a thing called liberal Islam, or non-practicing Islam, conservative Islam, or this Islam, or that Islam, or his Islam, or her Islam. Islam is one Islam. That was brought to us by Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And it has to be taken as a whole. We cannot start saying that, oh, this part of Islam is a different category of the people for them this Islam is for. No, the whole Islam came for all of us. Until we reach to this understanding, we will always have issues. We'll always have issues with ourselves and when we are sending our kids back to the school. Because even whether you expose your children with that or not, society is exposing them with all these kinds of isms. And for us, as a Muslim, the only ism is Islam, nothing else. And there is no variation of different isms within Islam. Let's get out of that and grow out of that and think of it. Islam is one sent to all the messengers. From Adam to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa they were all Muslim. Yes, there was a difference in the Sharia. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam came with the Sharia that abrogates the one that was preceded before him because all the Prophets before Rasulullah sallallahu were sent for specific nations while Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi was sent for the whole mankind. And the Sharia he came with abrogates all the previous one. So now when we are sending our kids back to school, 
Let's equip them with the right thoughts. So they know what Islam is about. Equip them with the right aqeedah. So they understand that every action that we undertake, it has to be according to the commands of Allah Azza wa Jal. Whether it is about our worship, acts of worship, whether it's about our transaction with the people, whether men and women, or men and men, and whatsoever, whichever permutations are, is out there, whichever transaction we are making, financial, or economic, or uh, uh, social, or judicial, or ruling, whatsoever, they have to be all according to commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we have to engrave the minds of ourselves and our kids with this idea that every action of ours has to be according to commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that can only happen when we build the aqidah in the correct manner, without any doubt. Yes, Islam, Islamic aqidah is built on rationale, on the intellect. That yes, we believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, come to the conclusion Allah is the creator of heaven and the earth. Yes, Quran is the word of Allah, Muhammad is the messenger of Allah. But after that, once we know what Allah wants, we hear and we obey. It's not the issue of my mind says something better than what Allah has given to us. And that's the idea that we have to give to our children when we are sending them back to a system that is pulling them towards the kufr ideas and pushing them towards the hellfire. The only way is, and the only thing that can save them is Al-Islam. And it has to be given in the comprehensive manner. And do not mix it up with these ideas of I don't follow political Islam or I don't follow spiritual Islam or I am a liberal Muslim, uh, Muslim or I'm a conservative Muslim. We are Muslim. Muslimin. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given this name to us. He has given us a name which is Muslimin, the one who submit to the will of Allah Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events Islamic Guidance, Quran Tafsir, and Sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.